Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Sliding into the uh, holiday, 4th of July, everything is closed, no more going out to the Esplanade or wherever your town is or your city is and, you know, getting there early and putting your little blanket on the ground and, um, you know, having a picnic and maybe grabbing a few beers out of the cooler and having, uh, listening to the symphony or pops or whatever they are. All that stuff is done. Finito. That was... Boston, where I'm in Massachusetts, Boston, it is has a pretty good Fourth of July uh, bonanza, a few days of events, etc. All t- near um, the Freedom Trail, you know, the historic area that connects all the the historic sites, almost all of them for, dating back to the colonial times and the Sons of Liberty and all that stuff, uh, Bunker Hill Monument, etc. But uh, yeah, of course, everything's closed, and they're not doing the pop Boston Pops thing. There's um. There's uh, the numbers are spiking throughout the country. Of course, some of that is testing, some of that is uh, hospitalization. Some of those hospi- hospitalizations are for other things, and the people also happen to have COVID. But generally, the the governor of Texas today has uh, ratcheted back some of the um, the lax rules or the 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 freedoms redelivered to the population. So it's not good news. You know what is interesting news is this, um, and I'm not going to pronounce her name right, Ghislaine Maxwell, who was just gyped by the feds in New Hampshire, and she was the, essentially the feeder of underage girls to Jeffrey Epstein. She is somebody who knows some things and probably has something to say. I mean, there are a lot of people who was hanging out who were hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein, and this woman, she is, um, she's in the know. And I mean, this this could this woman could topple could topple some of the the country's big decision makers. Like everybody hung out, or not everybody, but a lot of people hung out with Jeffrey Epstein. I just saw a picture with him and Bill Gates, and obviously Bill Clinton. I, you know, there's this video of he and Trump uh, shooting the breeze at Mar-a-Lago. I think Trump then banned him at Mar-a-Lago, but but who knows? This guy had a lot of folks hanging out with him, 
and it's going to be interesting to see what happens. All right, so I want to start off today talking about just an incredible, incredible interview that was on uh, on the Sean Hannity show. Oh, and there's Fox playing right now. Sean Hannity's show last night. It was with a guy named Horace Lorenzo uh, Anderson Sr. And he's a dad of a 19-year-old kid and um, who was killed inside CHOP, the Capitol Hill Organized pro- uh, project Protest. Sorry. Um, so, it, it, you know, his son, the Lorenzo, Horace Lorenzo Anderson Jr., is another black man who is dead in the name of Black Lives Matter. But this guy, Horace Lorenzo Anderson Sr., Hannity talks to him, and he's also, he's joined by uh, another guy, too, who kind of is there to support him. Uh, I don't remember what the other guy's name is. Anyway, you'll hear his voice here and there. I just want to play a few, few cuts from this, this, uh, interview i i think this was the finest piece of work i've ever seen hannity do in in one of the best interviews or most uh, passionate interviews compelling interviews that i've ever seen so his son um the the gist is it's incredible the, the government in seattle seated over this area and there was no government accountability so anything that went on in there almost anything just you'd have to rely on the uh, warlords and other non-elected officials inside the six blocks of Seattle to uh, to handle a situation to adjudicate uh, crimes I guess and and other things but they wouldn't let the police in and in you know there's video of the cops being stopped and hassled as they try to go in to help this guy's son and um it's inc- it's incredible. There's two things. One, this zone is a just a total, uh, you know, it, anarchy uh, filled, chaotic area. There's no rule of law. There's no law and order, and of course, there's a crime spree in there. It, they destroyed property. They destroyed businesses. The, the the area will never be the same. The other part of this, the complicity of the elected officials, the the. A mayor of that city who said it might be a summer of love in there and the governor of the state these people are complicit in what has happened in letting this happen letting this kid die and there was no accountability and one of the things you'll hear from Horace Lorenzo Anderson senior is that there was he got no nobody could tell him anything nobody had any information nobody could you know there was the system did not work for him because the government pulled out so this guy had no answers. And you'll hear, he found out just from his son's friends that his son was dead. I mean, this is in, in, incredible stuff. He saw him, this guy goes to bed a couple of weeks ago and says goodbye to his son. His son's hanging out on the couch. I see my son the night before he passed away. He was on the couch. I seen him and he was like he was about to go to sleep. I, I, I seen him. I laughed at him. We tickled a little bit he stayed with me all day you know because he stays with me anyway that's my guy and we laughed and i said i'm going to sleep i went to sleep and only way i found out was just two of his friends just two friends that just happened to be up there and they came and told me they weren't even from seattle now mind you i haven't heard the police department they never came my son's address his id him personally you know him as a person he still had Somebody should have came, knocked on my door, and still to this day should have been like, come to talk to me and let me know about my son. 
Nope, no visit. A couple of dudes, friends of his son, had to tell him. Hey, by the way, sir, just so you know, your son just got shot. And he's in an unoccupied, he's in an occupied area with no government oversight. Good luck. To this day, I really, I don't know nothing. I'm just still sitting hey. here. I haven't heard nothing from nobody. Ain't nobody you, whoa, contact you, you, me. You haven't if heard from the from mayor? You, you haven't heard from the mayor? You haven't heard from the governor? You didn't hear from anybody? I haven't heard from the mayor. I haven't heard from the police department. I just now recently, just because we went on TV, they reached out to me and let me know what they're what they're doing now. But when it's a dead body, it's no hurries. When it's a PR issue, get on the phone and call the victim's father. How disgusting and cynical is that? My son's been, you know, he's been deceased now for what two two weeks somewhere in there. I don't even remember. I'm just so my days is like every day is like every day. It's the same day, so it's like. I'm confused and I'm, I'm, you know, but I understand that, you know, whatever's going on. But even at the time, even when my son passed away, when I went to the hospital, there was there was no detectives there. There was no there was nobody there, no media there. There was nothing. He was nobody. He was just like I mean, we was just there and we just sat there. And I said, man, why are we sitting there? There's nobody else here. It's like they didn't care. It didn't matter. I haven't heard from the mayor. I haven't heard from the police department. I haven't from no no city and nobody. He was nobody. My son was nobody. My deceased son. Imagine having to say those words, my deceased son. And he said he was nobody. And <laughs> what can you say? You're right, uh, Mr. Anderson Sr. Had he been shot by a cop, he would have been somebody. You know that. Then he would have been useful to the politicians and the media. But there was nothing in it for them, so they were nowhere around they still haven't called me right now i've been on tv they still haven't called me hasn't nobody hasn't called me and they haven't reached out to be like my condolence um um nothing i don't i don't understand i just i never understood you know all i know is now they're acting now this is today this is three weeks later if i would i think if, if i would have never even came on tv that would still be going on right now imagine that no accountability and that's it you know, and also, I mean, who wants to? The mayor, the mayor was. She's touting this place as a, as a free speech experiment. This was a carnival-like atmosphere. The media was telling us. Remember that. And this guy's kid, he was susceptible to this. He was vulnerable. You know, he was a child. He had, de- de- you know, developmental delays. You know what I'm saying? So he's easily to man- manipulate. You know, you can tell him some. Come on, he'll, he'll come on. You know, he's one of those trying to type of child you know so very influenced by others yeah mm-hmm. easily easily yeah. influenced you know what yeah. i'm saying easily he was sitting on my couch i went to bed i seen my son when, when i went when i left that night i'd seen him i came home i seen him i went to man i seen him and i just said i love you man i'm going to sleep and you know that everything else is just seems like a blur yeah i don't even man, i'm yeah. numb i'm still numb today i, I got to bury my son tomorrow <laughs> Got to bury my son tomorrow. Why? Because a a bunch of white middle class, uh, highly educated liberal progressives, a bunch of uh, gender theory study, critical theory study um, on uh, race, progressives, overly college progressives, and we'll get to some of those later, had to have a fun experiment. Absconding with a death, uh, the wrongful death of, by the hands of a police officer, George Floyd, they found it 
the perfect opportunity to put together a little Marxist experiment and play make believe. And they made they played Sim City in Seattle, and the idiot mayor went right along with it and said, "Yes, this is a new way of thinking. This is how to do it." And this poor kid, this kid who's not even twenty years old, unfortunately, he walked into the liberal, the progressive experiment and lost his life. And they wouldn't even call this guy. Jesus. They wouldn't even let me see my son that night. It took me a whole week before I can see my son. And then well, let well, me just say, well, 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 let well, me hey, just say Mr. that Anderson, he's in hang trauma on. right well, now. Mr. Know, Anderson, yes. You didn't. You weren't yes. allowed to see your son for a week. Please, I, I, you, they wouldn't let me. I went to the hospital, and they said that they we couldn't see him. They just said we couldn't see him. There was, yeah, we're locked down right now. You know, COVID furloughs. Uh, plus, there's a BLM stuff happening, and the hospital is essentially shut down. For we're part of the uh, the Chop Chaz experiment. So you know, come back later, maybe tomorrow between ten and two. And maybe you can see your dad's son. Good luck with that. We're all having a, playing an experimentation game here, having fun and celebrating. So don't inconvenience us. Now, my, 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 you know, when I go there, I'm going there. I'm looking for a detective. Somebody tell me something, something. But when I get there, there's nobody. I mean, the hospital is blank. There's, it's, it's silence. I'm going like, what's going on? It's, it, you know, so I go ask the lady and she tells me, hold on. So I wait. They, I couldn't go in, so I'm waiting for a long time. And I finally, she tells me to come in, and then she, the doctor comes, tells me only only thing he tells me is my son's deceased. I'm like, well, can I see him? Is it is it my son? Because you got to realize, you know, at this time I'm going like, is it really my son? You know, I want to know, is it my son? Mm-hmm. You know, because this could be somebody else's child. Right, uh, and that is absolute human nature. A parent wants to see their son. There is a bond, there is an energy and an attachment between a parent and the child. A parent has to know. There's no way to get any inner peace ever, if he's ever capable of it at all anyway. But no, the system that abandoned half of the city now took the time to fail this man when he needed just an ounce of humanity. Wasn't there for him. You know, but, you know, you know I'm, in my head I'm going like, yeah, it's mine because everybody's saying this, but... In my heart, I'm going like, you know, I just need, I, I, I need to see him for, you know, I need to see him one time. Just so, just to make, so I can see him. I couldn't see him that day. It took, that was Saturday. It took all the way till, what, Thursday. I just seen him just last week, just Thursday. And they, they had to, whatever they did to him and make him so they presentable, whatever it was. But I need to, you know, I got to finally see him and I, and then my, you know, in my heart, I, I knew it was, it was my son now. This- Ugh, can you imagine? And all because, all because they didn't just shut this down. They let it happen to begin with. There was already violence happening, and they could have shut it down. They had days to shut down this stupid experiment run by white middle-class spoiled little brats, spoiled brats who are LARPing, live-action role-playing, pretending that they're freedom fighters and jihadis against a dark power. They don't know anything. They've never done anything, these morons. And people are... 
on social media saying there is no such thing as Antifa. There is no such thing as Antifa. Yeah, there's no such thing as Antifa. Idiots. They write Antifa on the statues after they topple them. They, they all dress the same. They have a flag and they throw bricks at the heads of the police. Those are Antifa idiot, okay? You've got a thousand Russians and the hordes of white supremacist armies in your imaginations always about to... Uh, always about to pounce uh, uh, after Trump's uh, dog whistles, according to you. But you see a literal thug terrorists all around, and you t- decide not to see it. No, 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 no. They should have shut this thing down, and Mr. Anderson says just that. Man, they should have been stopped this a long time ago. It's starting to get, excuse me, but it's getting to the point. You know where, you know it's getting. Gotcha. I'm I'm so sorry. I'm just really. I'm so sorry, Mr. Anderson. I I you know I can only say this as a dad. I you want to break Sean Hannity? I, you know I'm a pretty tough guy. That will break me. What you somebody been didn't ask for this. And they need to come talk to me and somebody need to come tell me something because I still don't know nothing. And somebody need to come to my house and knock on my door and tell me something. But, you know, I don't know nothing. All I know is my son, was, he got killed up there and he's just a, it's just, just a 19 year old. No, that's Horace Lorenzo Anderson. That's my son, you know, and I loved him. And that was my son. That man is broken and his kid is dead. And why? Why? Because comfortable middle class white Americans get to put Black Lives Matter uh, yard signs in their yards and got to, you know, demonstrate and and do all sort of performative actions in the name of uh, George Floyd, but really so they could post it on Facebook and feel great about themselves. We made a TikTok today. All of that cultivates this stuff. The issue of George Floyd and police brutality and his murder is a small thing compared to this movement. There's There's a movement, a huge movement to create year zero, to undo everything that's been done in this in this country. And if you've been complicit in this, pressured into it, or peer pressured into it, or just proud to do it, congratulations, you've been conscripted in the movement. And in this movement, there are casualties, real-life casualties of the unraveling. And this kid is one of them, and his dad is one of them. He's not there no more. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I I go in there, I'm kissing a picture. He goes down there and he kisses a picture. Because these nihilist college idiots go out there and put on a performance. They're they're tough guys and they're making a difference. And their parents cheer them. Yay, good going, good going. Isn't it great that the kids are doing something? As they see city blocks to killers and criminals and thugs and murderers and instantly the society they create is a hellhole 
It creates sorrow and death. But they're happy about it. And they'll, you'll, there'll be all these pictures of, of, the, of the Antifa losers and the other punks down there. They'll have framed pictures of themselves, you know, standing above a statue or a burning building in the background. And they'll always have that Viva the Resistance or whatever, you know. And, you know, this guy, all this guy has is a picture of his dead son that he has to kiss the cold freaking glass instead of having his son's, his, his, his son's, the warmth of his, of his son now. He's not there no more. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I go in there, I, I'm kissing a picture. Thanks, Chop. Chaz. Summer of Love. I really, I feel like I'm Michael Savage now. I hope I'm not morphing into him. I, I, it's just, I, watching this thing last night and then hearing the audio again, I, maybe if you, if you watch it, you're probably like me. I was, I just lost it. I was a, a bumbling, crying idiot. And I'm, I think the country was. This didn't have. This didn't have to happen. This is. These are. These are black lives. I think. Nobody has to die. You know. This could be. And I'm. I'm out at the white middle class morons because they have money, and they're just playing. They're glomming on to a fun movement right now, and they're going to work for Daddy's Hedge Fund in three years. Then they're out of this stuff. And bye-bye, and if you're in the neighborhood, if you're in a minority neighborhood, and you feel like, wow, we've really emboldened the ranks now, and we've really undergirded the movement, these people ain't staying. You're you're essentially an Airbnb, except for them to feel virtuous for a few days, and then they're out. Okay. Sorry about that. I know that that's it's you're trying to have a good weekend. I'm going to try to bring this equipment with me um, where I'm going for the Fourth of July. If you um, if you uh, do look up my address and dox me and and uh, while I'm gone and decide that's a good time to rob my house, I welcome it. I apologize that the house is so messy. Um, please take as much stuff as you can. Um, okay, so there's, <laughs> thankfully, okay, that's all the, the Michael Savage part of the show is over. There is some happy stuff. Just, uh, well, there's one, <laughs> there's one piece of happy, happy news. You probably heard the story of the Harvard graduate who threatened to stab anyone who told her all lives matter. She's really virtuous and she's a really good person and she's showing just how virtuous she is because She's showing you how virtuous she is because she's really adamant about being so mad, so down with the movement, so offended in her soul that she's going to take to violence for anybody that deviates from the mantra, the uh, the mantra that is a mandatory mantra of the day. This is her on TikTok the other day. Next person who has the sheer nerve, the sheer entitled cockacity to say all lives matter, I'm going to stab you. I'm going to stab you. And while you're struggling and bleeding out, I'm going to show you my paper cut and say, my cut matters too. Yeah, Miss uh, Harvard dorm, yeah, I'm going to stab you. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that? It, it, Harvard means idiots just like all of the other colleges. There's no there's no college safe for this except for maybe some trade schools and uh, but can you imagine that I'm gonna cut you because you said 
all lives matter. No, 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 no. You're to be completely, you're complete, you're to completely comply. The rules say it's Black Lives Matter. And even though I'm not a black person, I'm showing that I am so noble. I am so noble. I'm at Harvard. I have a really good, I went to Harvard. I have a really good job. I'll be moving into a neighborhood with no black lives because black lives matter. But come on, you know, that's for Facebook and TikTok. In true life, I'm an elitist and a classist. <sighs> Next person who has the sheer nerve, the sheer entitled, the sheer entitled nerve. All of these college gender theory and race theory study graduates. You can hear the classes. You can hear the professor's word. She's almost almost speaking in tongue, in tongues. Just he's speaking through her. Caucasity to say all lives matter. I'm gonna stab you, Brenda. I came up with a new word. It was caucasity. It means like audacity, but. For Caucasians. I'm going to stab you. And while you're struggling and bleeding out, I'm going to show you my paper cut and say, my cut matters too. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. There was a time in my life when I was in a hiring position, a position in hiring of people. And I'm sorry, but it was in a different field than I am in now. So I'm. it doesn't apply anymore. But when I had somebody lead during an interview and tell me that they had what school they had been to, like, uh, uh, yeah, I just got out of Syracuse, and yeah, 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 and then just keeps when they look at you after they say the name of the university or college, and expect something. I'm not a college guy, so that's not a good thing to me that you just got out of Cuse. Um, I'm not impressed, and it's because all they do is fill these moronic, empty-headed. Zillennials, wherever they are, up with uh, with this this dumb, super progressive postmodernist doctrine, and it's useless. It's a waste of time. It's absurd. Thankfully, sure, her name is Clara Janover. This young lady who we're listening to. Thankfully, um, <laughs> because she's this generation, there's nothing. There's no way she can emote and not do it into social media. So there's been an update, and we'll get it. The, we'll get it. We'll hear it directly from Clara. Um, I don't know if everyone's seen, but it's been circulating a lot. Um, my Black Lives Matter TikToks were picked up by conservatives and spread and shared, and people were demanding that I be fired, which I I just got <laughs> my job that I worked really hard for. Oh, she worked really hard for that. It was the first line of the uh, resume say anything? Did it say anything about Harvard University? I work really hard. Imagine working really hard for something. Having somebody then torch that or throw a brick through it. Even though they claim to stand against systematic bias, racism, and unequal treatment. So do the thousands of Trump supporters sending me hate messages, death threats, and, and violent messages. I'm still not going to stop talking about and defending Black Lives Matter. Oh, you can't take away my spirit and my devotion towards <laughs> human rights. I know this is what Trump supporters wanted. Can you imagine the self-aggrandizing speech? I'm never going to stop. I'm still a really, really good person. In no accountability. I understand Clara Janover, but a lot of times employers look down on publicly broadcasting the fact that you want to stab people to death. It's a bad look for a company here and there. But nope, no mention of that. Zero accountability. She's still a good person. Can you? I can imagine if in one of her Harvard classes, if ever she her grade was 
uh, you know, leveling. Do they even give letter grades? If she was getting a grade anywhere near a B plus, you know, her parents called right up. Uh, yes, Clara deserves an A, and then Clara would probably get the A, and she'd never have to ever have to be accountable for her laziness or lack of work or, you know, that she's you know didn't have a grasp of the subject subject matter. So full of self-confidence. So full of self-confidence. Poor Clara. Um, I don't know if everyone's seen, but it's been circulating a lot. Um, my Black Lives Matter TikToks were picked up by conservatives and spread and shared. And people were demanding that I be fired. Which I, I just got. <laughs> my job that I worked really hard for. <laughs> Even though they claim to stand against systematic bias, racism, and unequal treatment. The, the lack of self-aware, it's remarkable. Have these people ever been corrected? Have they ever been told that there is such a thing as a different reality in, in belief set than theirs? Has anybody, does anybody do this? Jesus, the moment, I can tell you, I have uh, a daughter and some sons. And they're, they're not going to go to college for another 10 years, if they go at all, by default. I'm not I'm not by default spending 50 grand a year just so they can learn to, you know, drink and do TikTok and 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 record stabbing threats because their professor told them that fascists were running the country and that th this is wartime and we have to we're all soldiers in this battle. No. No. And my I I mean I would I've already practiced the phone call to my son. The moment I hear that he threw a brick at a cop. And the phone call goes like this. Hi, I'll call him James. Hi, James. A couple things to tell you. One is that um, college has uh, ceased being paid for your attendance. So if I were you, I would uh, pack up as soon as you could. Uh, we won't be collecting you to come home. There is no room for you at this home. Your room has been converted. And... Um, I would think about getting an entry-level job somewhere and housing and beginning your real life because you forfeited the fantasy land, the four-year fantasy land that is college. That is over for you, my young man. You can also join the military. They're always hiring. <sighs> I worked really hard. Oh, this is hurt. This, this is tough. So I'm going to play some more college kids. I apologize for doing this right before uh, 4th of July, but maybe th this is good. At least you'll have the stuff to talk about for, for the 4th of July once you're uh, getting drunk around the campfire or whatever. So this is the last uh, piece of audio I'm going to play for you. And this is... <laughs> okay, so these are some kids in... I think they're in New York City. And they're, they're the cops essentially are protecting some statue or something. And these very progressive college student kids are taunting the cops. And if you think that this movement for these kids, middle-class kids, is not about class rather than any kind of race struggle, then uh, this should clear it up for you. First, you hear a young lady uh, talking. I'm assuming she's named Jaden or something. And then uh, some kid starts yelling at the cops, and he is um, like wearing a tutu or something, or is... He's dressed like uh, Kerry Von Erich or something. It, it, it's an odd... He's an odd-looking fella. I think he's going to, through a phase. Not sure. But here, 
here's your college students, your white middle-class college students that you're so uh, proud of that you'll be bragging about over this weekend, speaking to the police. I can't believe y'all are getting paid to sit there like idiots. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. You guys go to clown college for like 26 weeks. Oh, oh, oh. You know a hairdresser has to go to school for longer than you do. Talking to the police. Spoiled college students saying that to the police. Oh, Half of you don't even have a college education to be out here making demands about the people. Yeah, the Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. She also worked really hard to get whatever job she's going to get, I bet. When you can't even read a history book, I know where you work from. But you want to sit here and tell me that you're educated enough to make demands about you know nothing about. Yup. <laughs> yup. You should know better. You oh, wait, I'm sorry. That's him yelling at a black cop. You should know better. You should know better. Traitor. Traitor to your fucking people. You're like the fucking black Judas. You're like the black Judas. Good job, parents. Oh, my God. So I don't have much left, but I don't want to leave you on a bad note. Should we play a little more Biden from the other day? Let's play Biden from the other day. This is just to cheer us up before I say goodbye. And I'm going to try to record, like I said, over the weekend, too. So I find that when I listen to podcasts, a lot of times I'm, I've burned through them all. And by Sunday, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to uh, panic. Here's Joe Biden on education. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. <laughs> He he uh, does um, appreciate education when he sees it. He feels sometimes it's rare and it should be noted. I mean, you got the first sort of mainstream African American, yeah, who is articulate and bright and and, and clean and nice looking guy. I mean, it's, that's a storybook. <laughs> That was about Barack Obama, by the way. You can't all be as educated as Joe. Think about it. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the... Go, you know the, you know the thing. You know the thing? Come on, everybody. You know the thing. Oh, my goodness. Ugh. I'll be checking in. Not letting you go. I'll be checking in. Look, tomorrow is Superstar Tuesday, and I want to thank you all. Tell you what, I'm rushing ahead, aren't I? I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn, uh, uh, um, blonde in the sun. Is your arguably the candidate with the greatest advantage in this race? You've been the vice president, you weren't burned down by the impeachment trials, so how? <laughs> in participation. So how do you explain the performance in Iowa, and why should the voters believe that you can win the national election. I was a Democratic caucus. There been no caucus? No, you haven't. You're a lion dog face pony soldier. You said you were, but you're, now you gotta be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.